Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello. Hello. It's a great Sunday day. And beautiful sunny day. It was raining over the weekend, but now it is a beautiful sunshiny great day. Great Lord's Day. Absolutely. We'd like to shout out to Lake Elsinore, California. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. And uh, please make sure you share in Holland, Michigan. All right. We're thankful that All you right. are listening and downloading as well. Very... I've been to Hell, Michigan. You have? I've been through Hell, Michigan. You have? And weren't you chased by a bear? I was chased by a bear somewhere. Somewhere. I think it was in northern Michigan. I was Close in a church Michigan. plant. Yeah? Years ago. Years ago. I wasn't ago. really chased. I ran into it. Ah. And it ran away. And I left. <laughs> so. Somewhere there's a scared bear out there. Is it a bear story? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hairy to me. <laughs> That's horrible. That's really awful. All right. Well, we have had a lot of interest in our series about narcissists. A lot of listeners, a lot of downloaders on that. And we've been talking about how to handle being married to a narcissist. But today, we're going to talk to you, if you are a narcissist, how you can... How can you, if you really, if you know you're a narcissist uh-huh. and you're struggling with... Uh, you want to improve. Right. You know that you're the one causing the problems mm-hmm. uh, with your relationships, whether it's marriage, whether it's friendships, uh, mm-hmm. co-workers, and you're hating it. You're wanting to really, really change. First off, hats off to you. Absolutely. Right? You know, Absolutely. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Second, it's not easy. Right. But I think that there's things you can do. I know when we look into the Word of God, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Bible um, there's, I think there's quite a few examples of narcissism uh, with, throughout, but one of the stands out as someone who was changed is the Apostle Paul. Yes. He started off as Saul, and he was all about me, myself, and I. Definitely. Uh, and he, you know, he wasn't trying to make friends and influence people when he was trying to kill people that were following Jesus. And then he had an experience with the Holy Spirit. Right. With Jesus. Absolutely. And he was changed. But we can still, even through his letters and some of his experiences, we can still see aspects mm-hmm. of his temperament was very strong. Yes, definitely. Very strong. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that, number one, the, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. uh, can change lives. Uh, Jesus changes lives. Absolutely. And so uh, I think that even a person that's not a believer can change, can work on changing aspects. Yes, so and Jesus definitely will help with that. Oh yeah, all that's right. The, that's the you know. So first off, uh, you know, I, I like to encourage people to be a believer because yes. being a believer really plugs you into the King of the Universe. Yes, absolutely, and gives you somebody that will never leave you or forsake you, and will always be there with you. Yeah. So we look at this. The first thing is formulate new reactions. Oh. Come up with new ways of being mindful of your of your stress. Uh, of other people, you know, I think stress is huge when it mm-hmm. comes to narcissism, and it builds up, and it, it makes them more likely to just, uh, you know, vomit out words that they regret they said uh, mm-hmm. maybe later, mm-hmm. but they just say whatever's on their mind, uh, or the highly critical, and and I, you know, I think really looking back and trying to manage stress through exercise. Through uh, prayer, mm-hmm. I think through through the Word of God and focusing in on on the Lord, uh, and I, I think that 
trying to put yourself in other people's shoes Mm -hmm. goes a long way. So I think being mindful, number one, is just looking at thinking before you talk and really trying to understand where other people are coming from. Right, because a lot of times a narcissistic person is quick to react, just a snap reaction. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. if you try to kind of roll back a little bit and think about that reaction before it flies out of your mouth, I think that would be very, very helpful. And I think also trying to, you know, looking at number two here, Mm -hmm. trying to really get rid of the word but or uh, however or trying in any word that negates other people's emotions. So I know what you're feeling, but. Yes. And then that just really takes away how that person was feeling and and puts their feelings in place. It just negates it. It it nullifies it. Mm -hmm. And and with the narcissist, it even goes further than that often. It it dehumanizes the person who's speaking, Mm -hmm. and they feel belittled. So if you're responding back to someone, don't put that but or that however in there so you don't negate their total feelings. Right. Okay. And and try to be more proactive Mm -hmm. and not being so easily offended and defensive in essence. Because that's a huge issue. Yes. Uh, The narcissist thinks they're always right. Yes. And that makes them even more defensive, I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So work on that. And and this does not mean that you, you, you can't. You cannot disagree with someone. Right. Or not, you know, agree with their facts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to disagree, but it's just it's just not always defending yourself in a way that's going to be disrespectful and dishonoring right. to the other person. You know, Jesus is the ultimate example. Mm-hmm. He is the Lord of the universe, King of kings, Lord of lords. He is fully man, fully God. And here you have him who came down to save us from our sin, who had every right to stand up for injustice, Mm -hmm. especially towards himself. Right. But in Matthew 27, 14, it says, Jesus gave no answer, not even a single charge, so much that the governor was amazed. Wow. This is Pilate. Yeah. And uh, to me, that is just, you know, if Jesus did not feel that he... Uh, needed to stand up for himself in that sense, mm-hmm. uh, then then we really, mm-hmm. really should not feel entitled that we have to. Oh, definitely. Especially as the narcissist. Absolutely. Entitlement can be a huge um, roadblock to your relationships. And there's also, I think, number three is looking for counseling and therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you have narcissism, a lot of times there's co- co-occurring uh, diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Or issues, right? And you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of times anxiety, depression, bipolar, addiction. Those go hand in hand, um, and so it's really important to find out ways to manage those um, diagnoses, disorders that are co-occurring, and also get into because people with narcissism tend to have childhood trauma. They tend to struggle with a lot of abuse, maybe. Uh, it was a lot of verbal abuse from their parents. They feel kind of so the narcissism is kind of a means to defend and take up for themselves because they're rising from their standpoint. They're protecting themselves and they're rising above what they were treated as. Absolutely, and just a plug for you: you do telehealth and work with people like this. I do all the time. Absolutely. Yep. So if you know if you need something like that, please reach out to us, um, and we'd be happy to help you. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Family problems are huge. Absolutely. I figure, I mean, it's common. Yeah. Yeah. Work issues, all this stuff. But we can help you, especially in, in, in therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Grace in the Shadows. Yes. Uh, we can help you learn skills and you can release a lot of that stress and, and, and work through a lot of these co-occurring uh, issues so that you can be more effective uh, around your your wife, your 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 kids, mm-hmm. your family and your coworkers. So check out if if you are in and if you are a narcissist or if you are in a relationship with one or you're just needing somebody to talk to that's a professional counselor, please uh, check out our website graceintheshadowsor.org and and you'll see all our um, information of how to get in touch with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also focus on being more thankful and grateful. Yes. There's just something about being grateful and thankful. I mean, that's good for everybody. Um, yeah. Sometimes we get so tied up with uh, the bad things in our life, and we don't think uh, why we're thankful. We have what I mean, we have so much to be thankful for that God's given us, and a narcissist definitely needs to focus on those positive things to help. You know, and by by doing that, it forces us to see other people and their contributions, and yes. and how we're not an island. Yeah, and you're putting somebody above your yourself. It's not just about me, myself, and I. Right. Um, you know, James four six states, "He resists the proud." He meaning Jesus. Mm-hmm. He resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You know, and I really think learning to really see ourselves through the eyes of God. That we, you know, we are undeserving of His grace, but yet He shows us that grace every day. Definitely. Uh, we'll, and, and seeing others uh, as being, you know, part of God's family, those mm-hmm. that are believing Him, mm-hmm. uh, as, as contributing can really help put boundaries and protect the narcissist from exalting himself. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. And, and I think also addressing people by their names. Mm. In, in whether speaking or writing, um, because it makes them personal. It's uh, not you're not the help. You're not, you know. It really personalizes that individual. Mm-hmm. And, and and the next one I think is be more self aware of your behaviors. Learn to slow down and listen. Become more cognizant of how you speak, what you say. Mm. Uh, I think empathy goes a long ways. Understanding how others are receiving your message, how you're communicating uh, is huge. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, stop. Stop before sending a text. Yeah. I mean, that's good for you. Right. <laughs> you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you're so angry with somebody. You just yeah. want to tell them right then how you're feeling and you just shoot off that text or you shoot off that email before you even think about how it's going to be received. Read your emails, read your texts, mm-hmm. read them over and over again. Before read, you let, <laughs> if it's possible, let your, someone that loves you uh, read it before you send it. Yeah. Because even if you're not a narcissist, sometimes we can get really, really going fast and our text, what we say in writing can come off wrong to others. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you see somebody's nonverbals, you know if they're irritated with you or not. But if you send a text, you have no idea what their nonverbals look like. So you want to be really careful about that. Don't send texts or emails in the moment of being upset. Calm down first and then do that. The narcissists have a tendency to text or email long, long, 
almost like the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> like long missives, yeah. Yeah, and it, 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 it's, all, it's trying to catch every little detail mm. of someone's errors, maybe. Nobody, we all have, and it's yeah. really, it's really, really uh, belittling. Yeah, nobody needs yeah. that. Nobody needs that. So really think about that before you send that text or email. Something you can do with this is really, really memorize this. Mm-hmm. Stop, think, review, and then act. Stop, think, review, then act. Yeah. Like that. You know, you, you get this, someone, you, you, someone appears to have done something wrong or incorrect. Mm-hmm. Instead of just jumping the gun, you know, whether it's verbal, written, or whatever, right. stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think, okay, is this person maybe, and then review, mm-hmm. is this thought, is this conclusion that I have really, could it come off wrong? Does mm-hmm. it really matter? Right. Is it going to really hurt things? Mm-hmm. Maybe my perception's wrong. And then when you come to a conclusion, you act. Good. Because this is like a speed bump. <laughs> slows you down. It definitely slows you down. That's good. Say it again. Stop. Stop. Think, review, act. Stop, think, review, act. Yeah. I like it. It's a speed bump. Yeah. And and when the narcissist, the one that's struggling with those this, this symptoms, is starting to really make this a part of their life, mm-hmm. they, they will begin to really get tired. Yeah. Because they're using a different part of their brain. Right. And they're changing patterns that they were programmed to do. But in the end, it'll be a really good thing. Yes. Absolutely. Number six. I think it's six. I'm just going to go through it. <laughs> Learn to make peace with others in a sincere, honest manner. Ah. You know, they, narcissistic people, individuals, tend to really hurt other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they tend to really be very uh, hurt people's spirits. Flippant with their apologies, I would think. I mean, those people that work with people like that mm-hmm. tend to really... You know, it, it tends to be a type of hell. They may even love what they do. Right. And, yeah. you know, when you have someone uh, that seems like they're micromanaging, gaslighting, hurtful words, critical spirit, lack of empathy and validation right. of feelings, man, it really makes, even if you're doing something you love, a living hell. Definitely. So if you're a narcissist and you are a boss, mm-hmm. you need to really think through this, you know. There's nothing wrong with sending a survey to your staff and saying, hey, you know, how am I coming off to you? That might be hard for the narcissist, but it might help uh, patterns be changed. You know, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, whether, you know, that would help him or her. Right. uh, Understand how they're coming off. Right. And and it would be hard for that person to really take that. Definitely. Without judging them. Yeah. But learning how to do that's even a step in the right direction. Right. And it can really help their that person's business. Because you might be a narcissist and you're really, you know, trying to work through some of these things, but you don't know how you're coming off. So that would really help you. It's going to hurt at first, probably, mm-hmm. but it would help in the long run you to have better relationships with your coworkers. And I just think learning to even apologize. I mean, this is make things right. If I, you know, if I came off wrong, right. I mean, this is hard. For yeah. Us. I'm sorry. If I came off wrong, you know, I yeah. apologize for how I came off. You don't have to really 
you don't have to say what you even said right. was wrong in the sense of the gist. Yeah. You know, if there's something that was done wrong, right. it needs to be said. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's just how it's being said. True. Yeah. So apologies are huge. You know, when, you know, with addiction, mm-hmm. uh, AA, you have to go, you're, you're encouraged to go to those they've heard. Right. And make r- things right. Because mm-hmm. that's a huge healing concept. Definitely. And I think it is with narcissism, too. Right. That will help you heal. Um, so make things right. You know, Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15 says, As so, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, mm-hmm. kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone— just as the Lord's forgiving you, mm-hmm. so also you should. And I think when we, or the person is a narcissist, starts thinking that, you know, no one deserves my apology. I'm too good for this. Ugh. We have to go back to, you know, I don't deserve the Lord's forgiveness. No. Right. None of us do. None of us do. And None so what do. did he do? He forgave us. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I think the next one is focus on purpose. Finding purpose and meaning in life. Uh, I think the greatest thing here is focusing on God and Jesus, how he sacrificed. The God of the universe sacrificed his son so that we can have eternal life and a purpose. Mm-hmm. Purpose in suffering, purpose in this life, uh, that this is more more to this life than just money, power, materialism. Which the narcissist tends to have a very superficial way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. And there's more than money, power, and the very surface issues of life. Definitely. Um, by finding this out, the narcissist can grapple with the more deep things of life. Right. Why am I here? Well, anybody can learn. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. Well, what is my purpose? Where did I come from? Where will I go when I die? Oh, yes. This stuff's deeper than right. the Corvette I have in my front yard. <laughs> or how much money I made. Right. I mean, that stuff perishes. You can't take that with you when you die. Oh, no. You don't see a hearse with a U-Haul attached to the back. Nope. So when you see Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and his righteousness and all other things will be added. He means what he says. That's where our purpose should be, that very verse. The devil tries to tell us, you know, give us the best things first and the, uh, you know, the worst comes later, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so I think when, uh, you know, we, we get our our stuff right. in this life, we, yeah. you know, the person drinking a beer on this boat, right? Uh, the devil gives him, he says, this is, you know, this is the life. Right. And it may feel like that, but he doesn't tell you about becoming an alcoholic on the street with no. uh, with bugs crawling on you losing your family losing your family yeah jesus says that the best is yet to come absolutely we'll be in his presence and it'll be amazing we just have to suffer through this life and there's gonna be good times in this life but that is the best the best is yet to come so you know we have good things now through god right absolutely but we still get the hard times but at the end of the day mm-hmm. good surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life praise jesus absolutely um and then the next one is take responsibility for your actions. Yeah. Take ownership. Mm-hmm. Really do this. You can say, I'm sorry, or, you know, take ownership for what you've done and really mean it. 
Yeah, you have to back up your sorry with the actions and not repeat that same behavior. You've got to change that. And really, really try to encourage others' success. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because self-promotion is huge with the narcissist. Absolutely. You know, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. Right. But really, really look at others not as competitors, but as, well, if you're a Christian— Brothers right. and sisters in, God, in Christ. Yeah, you don't want to look at the people around you as a, a means to an end. You want to help them as well and promote them as well, not just yourself. Being being present, being mindful, you know, of yourself, asking yourself questions such as, "How is what I'm about to say going to come off?" Oh, really thinking before you yeah. speak. How yeah. Yeah. Uh, how might someone feel on the receiving end of my communication and behavior? Mm, that's big. Could the other person feel used, slighted, looked down upon, ignored, mm-hmm. uh, the receiving end of my conduct? Ah, yeah. Are my words and actions intended to show how great, unique, special, and superior I am? <laughs> right? Right. So whenever we look at this, we're actually analyzing and, and, and examining ourselves. Yes. Uh, in Galatians 5.22 through 26, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit mm-hmm. is love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Mm-hmm. Now, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh uh, with its passions and desires. And I think that would be a great verse for the narcissist to put on their mirror, yes. put on their wall, maybe Absolutely. put everywhere they go. Yeah. Because it reminds them what the fruit of the Spirit is and how they should act. I love that. That's awesome. So definitely, what was the uh, verse again? Galatians 5, 22 through 26. All right. So get that and put it on sticky notes and tape it to your mirror and tape it in your car and keep that, you know, in the forefront of your mind. And I really think really, really giving Jesus your life Mm -hmm. and making him your passion, your love. Your purpose. Your purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you will not be the same and it will it will change the narcissist just like it changes anyone else. Definitely. I hope that helps, and I hope that you guys are having a good Sunday. Yes. And I've uh, had a good weekend. And, you know, once again, God can take your mess, no matter if you're a narcissist, uh, no matter what you are, or where mm-hmm. you are in your life. Right. Um, we're all. We're all sin- sinners. Definitely. All, we can all use these steps. We can all use these steps. Mm-hmm. He can take your mess, turn it to a message for His glory, for your good. Take care. Have a good one. Goodbye.